everyone, this is Sonara Tregarth, also known as Sineo. Welcome to the Phoenix Tales. So, I just want you to know that you're welcome here. We're going to talk about everything. This is our place for us. This is basically our area to do our rebirth from the tiniest forms to the greatest achievements. It is not a single story but multiple legends that we're gonna deal with because we are all phoenixes at some time in our life. And by embracing the fire, the eyes, and the heart within, we discover we are something more than we have ever imagined. So come take a seat and join in as we go forward on today's episode of The Phoenix Tales. So hey everybody, it is Sina Ale, or Sonara, depending on who and where you look at. Welcome to The Phoenix Tales. Today's topic is real sex talk. And we're going to talk all about sex. And let's get some introductions on the way. So let us talk to the duo, the Pixel Storm themselves. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to introduce yourselves, that would be awesome. Uh, I love that you guys gave us a shipper name, by the way. That's freaking awesome. So I am the Storm in Pixel Storm, Crystal Storm. I am a science fiction author and content creator. And you can learn all about me by going to my website, crystalsimagination.com. All the critters because I am the pixel. <laughs> you can find me at Luckiest Pixel on Instagram, Twitter, Deviant Art, and Ravelry. You can check out my things and maybe give me commission a little bit, something like that. <laughs> and now we get to hear from the male of our group. <laughs> I am the luckiest man on the planet. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I am podcasting with three beautiful women about sex. That's all you need to know. That is amazing. My name does not matter. Just call me the luckiest man on the planet. How did I get this lucky? I don't know. God bless America. This is fucking awesome. Delvin Cox, host of the Delvin Cox Experience, a.k.a. the luckiest man in America, a.k.a. this is awesome, a.k.a. AEW. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. <laughs> There's so many men who would be jealous of you right now. <laughs> yes. So... One of the things I wanted to do is people who know me, who know I write erotic romance, romance, and all different other genres, know that for the longest time, over a period of about two years, I wrote Mistress in Sex 101 blog posts. And so I would do a lot of different things about sex, whether it be anal sex, questions about sex, just general sex talk, how to have sex, how to enjoy sex more. So one of the things I wanted to do was the fact that sex is different from everybody, from different perspectives, guy perspective, girl perspective, different gender norm perspectives. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what it's really like for each of us from what we prefer, what we don't like, movies, myths, everything, because God knows, let's be real, it's different for everybody. <laughs> and some of the stuff that we have thought for years is not necessarily true anymore now that we have more science behind it. I do wield my flogger quite well. If you get out of line, there will be some flogging going on tonight. <laughs> Not that anybody will care because there'll be too many people lining up for it. So, <laughs> Delvin, just like... first. Delvin will push everybody out the way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, let's do, I'm going to do the very first question I've asked a lot of people over the years, which was, when was your first sexual experience? Not necessarily having sex. But your first sexual experience where you actually felt like you got to know what sex was about. I'll tell you mine if you tell okay. yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you go first, babe. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll let you go first. Well, I always had it in my brain that I was never a one-night stand type of person. I always wanted the 
I want one person that I know to share that time with. Because to me, there's no passion. There's nothing in one night stands. Just, okay, get in, you're done. <laughs> so she was actually my first. Because ah. it took me that long to find someone that I'm like, yes, I'll do that with her. Because not to sound corny or anything, but I wanted someone that I felt like was worthy. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm worthy, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got the hammer like Thor. We gotta buy Crystal an actual hammer now that put little crystals on it. That's awesome. I am with the hammer. Okay, so when you okay, so when you say earliest experience that you knew what sex was, it could be anything. Okay, so sexual experience, anything that you when you look back at it now, you realize that that changed your concept of what sex thoughts were like i was six seven years old the first time i actually saw a playboy magazine and actually understood what guys and girls thought of um a bunch of me and my friends found literally like three boxes playboy and playgirl magazine and we sat and went through them all summer (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome hell of a summer i don't know if this experience change my viewpoint on sex but it has to be like my it wasn't like sex but it has to be like my first kind of sexual experience and I feel like I was really really young and it was with like a play friend at my grandmother's house we just like I don't know it was one of those things where you're just like playing and now all of a sudden you're like making out I was like probably about your age sin like seven eight nine something like that maybe now my first kiss was at three four Wow. Yeah, but see, here, here's the thing: is it was actually introduced by his older sister, told us to kiss. What? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Sister. All right, Delvin, your turn. Your turn. I actually remember my first experience. It was I was in elementary school. I was in third grade. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Was I was, yes, I was dating this girl in third grade. Have you dated in third like, grade? You ain't date nobody in third grade. I was walking her home from school and everything like that. And she was like, we're going to hunch. Like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) So I was walking her home through the park and she threw me up on the gate and started grinding up on me. (laughs) My little soldier rose up like, what is happening? I was in such a shock. I just walked home like, what the hell just happened? I don't know <laughs> and what to say I liked it or... <laughs> Delvin didn't even know how to feel about that experience. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, that's how I kind of felt. Like, what happened? And more importantly, can it happen again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we hunch every day? <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. It has to be used in a story of some kind because damn it, that's that's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be used in a story now. That's on you, Sin. There you go. You write you write more porn than the rest of us, so it has to it's gotta be you. <laughs> my according to my children, when I when they first realized when I first got published, um, after I got divorced from their dad, it was and I got published, my oldest said to me, Mom, you realize that you write porn for housewives, right? <laughs> and, I, yeah. and, and I said, and I quote, 
you know, this is paying for you to go see your freaking movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and your Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. There you go. Get and Get the response him. back was, oh, cool. <laughs> She's right there for, for Housewives, baby. Yeah, I need yeah. the Pidgeotto. <laughs> it was like, it's like, does that mean I can get a, U, a Mewtwo card? And I said, keep hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Those cards were a fortune. Dude, I got two of them. I have um the um holographic ones. And my son on eBay said, mad money. Yeah. My oldest son said, Mom, do you still have the Mewtwo cards? And I said, Maybe because I was lying. <laughs> and he said, Huh. He said, Do you know that they're worth money? And I said, Maybe. <laughs> He's like, Do you have your Star Wars card still? I, by the way, I have the original Star Wars cards from 77. Like, oh, wow. I collected them when I graduated. Like, I actually started collecting them like, when they came out. I have the original stickers from them too. And he's wow. like, he's like, and they're intact, by the way. So yeah, like I never, t- I am a, I'm the person who collects stickers and never uses them. But you know, why would you do that? That's just, no. You're smart. I have Charlie Angel stickers from back in the day from the original TV series. Thank you. Damn. Sin's whole house is like a collector's edition. So yeah. pretty much, pretty much. And he's like, well, mom, you know, you could give me those cards. And I said, and you can wait until I die. <laughs> and then maybe you can have them. He's like, but mom, he won't appreciate them like I will. So then his brother comes to me and says, so I heard a rumor that I'll be getting the Star Wars cards and the Mewtwo card. And I said, at this rate, I'm going to give it to, like, your kids because none of you were qualified for this. Just have them be buried yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody, yeah. Gets yeah, nobody gets them at this point because I'll sell them and spend it up and stuff I want. <laughs> do it, do it. So graduating from the first time you ever got to a, a moment where you realized this could be sexual, which is kind of funny because I kind of grew up with the whole concept of sex being sex. And I guess a lot of it has to deal with the fact of the way I grew up, which a lot of people know was not necessarily the best way to grow up. But one thing I've always known, when I, especially when I talk with a lot of people and people who know my history know that at one point um, I was a professional dominatrix, is the fact that there's always a point in your life when you either decide you're going to give up that protracted virginity or not <laughs> for whatever reason you've decided. And sometimes it's not your choice. Sometimes it is your choice. But you always hope that it's going to be this glorious thing. Or at least this seems to be the concept that everybody has. It's going to be a beautiful moment with no pain for a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is the funniest thing ever in the concept of the thing. Because anybody who's ever watched like Lady Chatterley's Lover or has ever read any romance novel has heard there is pain involved. Lots of pain. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, obviously, you don't know how to do it right if there's pain involved. I'm just telling you right now. There should be minimal pain except for that one moment, and then it's done. But, yeah, so my question to you guys about it was for your first real time, and I mean whether it what you consider your first time, first real time, having sex by your choice. Did you actually have fun, or did you kind of find it like, are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And this is a question that's going to be really interesting to hear on the other side of the table. 
I can sit back on this one. Now, I can tell you that I have two answers because I've had both sides of the table, both guys and girls. So, because I, I play, I play both sides, people. So, um, I will tell you that um, on the girl side of the table, it was like, well, this is different. <laughs> um, she was kind of new at it. I was kind of new at it. And it was like, this is interesting. And then it was like, oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> that almost doesn't seem fair. Being an equal opportunity employer is lovely, though, but it's just that, that's like a cheat code. <laughs> and you know what? Since there are more girls than guys, it's really as fair as it wants to be. So, yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't mind it at all. I was like, we don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Oh my god. That's right. Yeah. I playing cards. You just have to have the right deck in hand. That's all you got. I just thought about decks, cards, <laughs> dice, pachinko machines. We'll talk about sizes after the fact too, but no. So, but the guy port, I will admit to you that for my first time, he kind of actually knew what he was doing. And it was like, at first, I was like, well, and then it was like, oh, hey. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I wasn't really holding much in the expectation department because, yeah, stuff and, and the way I had grown up and had known about sex. So I wasn't really expecting much. So, yeah, it was kind of surprising. So afterwards, I was like, well, damn, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed considering he's like five years older than me. Oh, uh, it was pretty, pretty impressive. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's five years older than you. Yeah, right. <laughs> he has some yeah. skills. He better know. <laughs> well, yeah, you would think that, and that's one of the myths that are out there that people who are older should know better. But sometimes people who are older don't have the knowledge because they get into that sequence of they think they are doing all the stuff that they're supposed to do, or they get into a sequence of that they're doing their stuff to get themselves, and they don't think about that the other person. Somebody told them that they were bad at bed. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody told them that they're not good at what they do. And, and honestly, if the other person didn't know because they're young, dumb, and, and, and new, right? why would they know? Right. You know? And that that was part of the thing. So I was kind of like I had no expectation going in, so I was mildly surprised. <laughs> 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 so I have to be honest about that. So how about you guys? <laughs> now, that I let, now that I just basically I feel so I almost feel bad for I almost feel bad for Rich, but not that bad. I won't give his last name. I'll just give his first name. I should probably should go next because I feel like. You guys' story is going to be a lot more interesting than my story. Okay. <laughs> Especially since one of your stories <laughs> was with the other. So I think I should go next and say that, yeah. Uh, from my perspective, <laughs> I knew it was her first time. And I was nervous as fuck. I was yeah. probably, I, I was nervous as fuck <laughs> because I wanted her first time to be fucking amazing. Look, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a perfectionist. And I yeah. am older. So I was like, no. But, you know, like every woman is different. So I could go into this with all the fucking knowledge in the world and she still might not have had a good time. So that's the truth. But what was point. funny about that 
is because that because we our first time was in an Airbnb. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I came up for the weekend for a rent fair, and yeah, the first time was in. Yeah, I was staying at an Airbnb. I had all the weird doubts and is this over yet before we even started touching each other? Because I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, what if before I y'all even started? Before we started, I was thinking to myself, what if I don't like this? What if it's weird? You know, because I, in my family, I have, I've had a lot of male suitors, yeah. but that never worked out. So I'm thinking, what if this being so different? What if I won't like it? And even yeah. during foreplay, I was like, not anxiety, just nervousness all around. But once we actually got going, it's like, oh, hi. <laughs> hey, so funny meeting you here. <laughs> yeah, a, this time was very give me I'm my so happy. Give me my hand. Right <laughs> She's like, I, give me one shot. Give me the gold star. Gold star. <laughs> <laughs> I, the gold star I had one job to do, and I did good. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, good star for that. Yes. I think my first times. I'm, tr- I'm honestly God trying to remember. Like, I'm trying to remember what my first time with the guy was. <laughs> I feel like it's okay. See, like, something about me is I'm not big on penetration, even when I'm with dudes. And that's mm. just always been a thing. And I don't know why it's always been a thing. And now, now I've got fucking fibroids, so penetration's, like, off the table until they get removed. Like, it's not happening. And it may have been, that may have also always been part of the case. Maybe. Like, maybe, maybe. So, like, my first time was I right. with a guy was I. Right. And then my first time with a chick was also it was all right. It was yeah. it was like nothing like fucking like blow your mind away. But, but I remember both instances being enjoyable. So yeah, it was it was like, and for me like the transition was nothing. Like it was it was literally it was just it wasn't even like I didn't even think about it. It was just another person that I'm attracted to, and we're gonna have sex. So that's like that was it. All right, so Delvin, <laughs> my first time was in the back of my girlfriend's house. And and I think her back, parents, not even in the house, like the back uh, of the house. I think her parents was home. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> Wasn't my have, ideal initially, but I didn't I'm exactly sorry. say no. <laughs> That's no. That's yeah. So I was kind of so nervous, like, will I get caught? <laughs> my, literally, with my pants down. This could be pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it was more enjoyable or just fear. It was an interesting, unique experience because it was both of our first time and she just really wanted sex. And she was like, I'm like, your parents are home. Like, no, fuck this. Let's go in the backyard. Like, what? <laughs> oh, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say, gonna say man, I have standards. <laughs> this is, this is, these are boys. They, they have no standards. They're so yes. yeah, I was in high school, like, I'm not turning that down. I'm not going to say, ma'am, how dare you? <laughs> that is not ladylike. You're right. <laughs> no. I'm going to be like, right, I guess we're doing okay. this. <laughs> you laugh, but I had a boyfriend in college who was not emotionally ready to have sex. Okay? okay. My mother loved him. Okay? So you laugh, but I know a guy who I'd have been like, let's go fuck in the back of the house, and he would have said no. That dude was a motherfucking cornball. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. Guys. Come yeah. on, Crystal. Let's read poetry together. <laughs> Dude, I just you, bought you, this Shakespeare you, book. Don't get the fuck out of here <laughs> with this bullshit. 
<laughs> Fuck wrong with you. Like, no. No those, are the, those are the guys you just kind of go, oh my God, really? But I just uh-huh. fucking and just get, I just yeah. want you to fuck me and then go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Let's that's... go read a telltale heart. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, fam? It's like I, no. I want. To, it's like I want to read you William's Shakespeare sonnet. No, I want you to bend me over and fuck me and get the fuck out after. That's what I'm saying. No, my mom is like that. She was like, "Y'all brought him over for dinner one night." She looked him dead in the eye. She's like, "Are you fucking my daughter?" And he looked her. He was like, "I am not emotionally ready to have sex." And he was telling the truth. It wasn't even bullshit. He was literally. <laughs> 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 like, you got to go. <laughs> Dating the Sith Lord Kylo Ren. We <laughs> turned to him and been like, "Yeah, this ain't happening." <laughs> yeah. And it's no. funny that you say that because I had a boyfriend. He went to a different high school than I did. His name was Ryan. He was a, oh, he was hot. <laughs> and he met my parents, and we made out in the other room for my parents. Well, my parents. <laughs> Fondling, touching, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. I had like my first orgasm. Hey, you kids, cut it down in there. <laughs> oh no, no, no. See, it was funny because I had my first orgasm with my parents in the other room watching TV. <laughs> I would have never have gotten away with that. Oh my fucking god! I know. Forget it. I'd have got busted. So no. My mom would not let, because my mom did it all. My mom, she's one of those, like, would not have let me get away with shit. Like, no, I would have got busted so fast. My God. Door, my window was locked. I come back. I was sat outside. I walked around the house, walked down the, walked down the street, walked back, because we lived on the end of a, of a dead end. Walked back. My window was unlocked. I cut in, and there was my mom waiting for me. And she goes, next time you leave me a note. <laughs> and I went, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so by the time my kids are starting to grow up, I told them straight out. First off, your grandmother did everything prior to me, which means that basically I either didn't get away with anything or whatever I tried to get away with, she caught me either during or after the fact, which means you guys will have no chance of getting away with shit. No. That's very motivational. <laughs> <laughs> like. But see, you know how kids are. Kids are like challenge accepted. <laughs> my kids tried it twi- tried twice to do pull off stunts my kids would try to like while well, i was like sleepy because I, I at one point when i was first got divorced i was working like 80 to 90 hours a week i was working full-time in a doctor's office bartending five days a week then on weekends i was working like 12 hours so they would wake me up barely and be like mom can we do this can we do that and my 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 oldest son would be like can I have like $30 to get? And every time, and I don't even remember half of the conversations they had with me. And they were like, no matter what, when it came to money or going out of the house, you were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a few bucks. And you would just always go, if you try that nonsense again, I will wring your neck. No. (laughs) (laughs) There are certain things mama bears will come wide awake for. (laughs) I heard you loud and clear. You, I may not hear all the other stuff. Don't care. You want to play on the computer? Fine. You want to do this? Whatever. But, but go, you want money? No. <laughs> go outside. <laughs> you will not go anywhere else outside of the lawn until I get up. You know. But yeah. But it's funny. I mean, when you realize certain things like with sex, what was your biggest myth that you believed in about sex until you learned otherwise and were shocked by it? Oh. 
that it is completely impossible to tell if someone is a virgin or not. <laughs> that was my thing I didn't know about. It's like, huh, so fuck everyone that thought that you could prove it. Pretty much, yeah, that, that's that. I think that's some women are just born without hymens. There's a lot of women who just don't have one. Yeah, or, women women can lose their hymens really easily too. Like, really, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like putting in a tampon, riding a bicycle, engaging in sports, out. right? Like, yeah, that. I mean, the hymen can go for reasons that do not involve sexy time. Yeah, yes. which kind of like depressing instead at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I clearly didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I I was one of those unlucky ones that actually had her hymen break for the first time during sex. During penetration, so yeah, that was not pleasant. Let me be the first person to let you know that was not cool. And had I had the option to have it broken, like any time in the the sixteen years prior to that moment, I would have done it. <laughs> so yeah, that was not fun. So yeah, yeah, that was that was that was sucky. So what other myth do you, do you guys did you guys think about sex prior to actually learning differently and being and, and it could be something silly or stupid. I will tell you my biggest thing about sex myth. Um, it wasn't until I, I found out the truth probably when I was like around 10. But, but when I did find out, I was just like, I looked, I went to my mom and I looked at her and I said, you should have told me this. <laughs> Was the whole thing about, you know, they t- when they, you, you have sex class and they tell you how babies are born and the whole idea and the and how you get her, their periods and stuff. And I went to her and I said, why didn't you tell me about all these eggs things about why women get, how women get pregnant? I know guys, you gotta have sex. I said, but you never told me that there were like actual eggs in me. <laughs> what is this egg shit? <laughs> Well, you had to understand that, like, up until uh, from the time I was two until I was like seven, I was allergic to eggs, to chicken eggs. So here I am being told in class at age like eight, nine, when I went through sex ed, Mm -hmm. being told that there are eggs inside of me. And I'm. You didn't tell me I was a fucking chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I have eggs in me? (laughs) My brain just said, what? So yeah, yeah. Oh needless to say, I did not understand the whole concept of that until I was like ten. That, oh no, 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 not the same thing. <laughs> not the same thing at all. No. <laughs> so I have a, I have a, yeah. So I thought for the longest time that you could get pregnant giving a blowjob <laughs> by swallowing. Dude. For whatever, yeah. For whatever reason that I thought, that. if you swallowed, you could, you could. And I think I actually held that belief longer than I would care to admit. And actually gave a guy a blowjob with a condom on. I think that happened once. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to do that in a way because of STD. <laughs> true, 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 true on the STD thing. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> At the same time, though, the whole I yeah, I don't blame you for that one. That belief. And I don't know if why I, I thought that fun. either. I don't know. I don't know why I had that. I have no idea where I got that from. Thank God it's not fucking true. Are you right? <laughs> there would be a lot of guys who'd be a lot more daddies out there. <laughs> there would be a lot of guys who'd be daddies out there. Right now. There would be a lot of guys out there who'd be daddies because they would insist on having protection during sex, but not during a blowjob. Oh, yeah, true. There would be ahead, a lot of kids walking around with glasses. <laughs> 
So what about you, Delvin? Which which myth did you have in your head for the longest time? Pre-ejaculation, in general. The fact that every movie you've seen, every comedy, the man immediately comes in five seconds. So that shit just terrified me. <laughs> like, fuck this. I'm going to make sure I'm never that guy. <laughs> I thought it was like something that just happened. Like, what the fuck? Why, why every time I see a movie with a guy in there having sex with a hot chick, he immediately comes like five seconds. Sometimes she just touches him. What kind of magic power do these women have? <laughs> yes, we are witches and we do have magic powers. Thank you. Like, and then the woman's always disappointed and the guy's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Like, no. <laughs> I always vowed myself, I'm never going to be that guy. <laughs> You have to admit, though, some of the myths are ever enduring like that, you know, like blowjobs, like like pre-cum, pre-ejaculation. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, that especially here in the United States, we're not open about sex. No, we're still very prudish. And I don't know why. <laughs> uh, thank you, Calvinists. <laughs> and, yeah. and a lot of that lovely little conservative element of Christianity that mm-hmm. has made it's yes. here in the U.S. I think also, too, is that we cultivated from all of that stuff, we have cultivated this fear of sex as well as this idea of almost like the, the Victorians did, this whole highly sexualized experience that it's a naughty thing and it's this erotic thing and it has to be behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you go to another country or another area that it's more of an accepted thing that your body is a central place it's a place of beauty and sex is a beautiful organic thing that happens between two people two consensual adults that you don't have all that repressive crap to deal with mm-hmm. and there's a lot of mythology about it one of the myths that have been out there and it's not really a myth as much as it was at one point considered scientific fact and recently was proven disproven was the fact that there was two types of orgasms for women which was vaginal and clitoral and we know now that it's all clitoral penetration basically coming from vaginal penetration is still clitoral because the clitoris goes so far down deep so finding something like that is now new scientific evidence so something like that you figure oh it's not really a myth as much as it is more new on the horizon kind of thing like the whole thing about the g-spot finding out that some people some scientific shows you don't really can't prove that the G spot exists. However, there are a lot of women. You find it, it's a happy place. <laughs> it is a very, very, very happy place. And it's like, you know, there are women who've never orgasm. And unfortunately, and, and, and you f- I feel for a lot of women. I know some women who have never orgasmed. And I know some women who have a very hard time orgasming. And I have there are women who are multi-orgasmic that would be me <laughs> um oh you and pixel too yeah. <laughs> I, love this show. I, I also on occasion you know ejaculate because it's you get me going enough and yeah it goes uh and it you know comes out it's interesting so yeah uh but it's unique to find out it's like woo, hey where'd that come from uh, <laughs> hello but most women I have found that if you do it right and you know how to manipulate after a while, that they can teach themselves how to do that. But it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. 
of learning how to own your body. Me, unfortunately, I'm just really, really, really sensitive and my body likes to be played with. So <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> touch me. Woo! <laughs> my body's just like, damn, all right, we're playing today. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of my first major lovers was like, I'm going to have a very fun time with you. (laughs) And I was like, and I didn't understand why until like, I think it was like the third time we had sex. And he's like, you know, there are not a lot of women out there like you. And I was like, what? He goes, this multiple orgasm thing. And I said, oh, okay. He goes, no, this is really hot. (laughs) He goes, and guys like this. And I was like, okay girls like this too no everybody likes that it's fun (laughs) you know because i have had i she is the first she is the first partner that i've had who's multi-orgasmic like that and i'm insatiable so this just makes for a really good fucking time it's lovely it's a it's a i understand exactly where that guy was coming from because it's just it's great especially when you can learn how to just make it go on and on and on and on it's awesome so so i mean the thing is is like when you're on this side of the coin there comes a point you're like i just need like a couple more minutes to breathe please please <laughs> now i have been with somebody who is also multi-orgasmic so it was like really fun to like turn it around on somebody for once i was like <laughs> I'm so, <great. laughs> so yeah she she was she was like just i just need like i need like five minutes and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> and she's like please baby just five minutes i was like no <laughs> Have you tied up and your breasts are looking awesome and yeah no I'm I'm sorry I'm not gonna wait really sorry not. you're just gonna have to keep coming until I until you pass out or until I you know, I'm tired Jeez. okay <laughs> she will get to the point where her body will tell me that she is done <laughs> she will she will where it is closed for business it does not it needs fight it like <laughs> when we to get to that point. <laughs> and every now and then I'm you, you kinda wanna you kinda wanna just see if you could just coax it a little bit more. Just <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I can, I can make her pretty multi really quickly because I have a few strategies because all I have to do is stop her while she's doing me and and she's not gonna expect it. And normally if I'm careful. I can get two really good ones because two, rarely three, is her limit. Oh. And it happens back to back to back pretty quickly, especially if I have, you know, I'm on top of her this way. This <laughs> <laughs> is pretty hot. I have to, I can't, I can't deal with it. It's pretty hot. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't get any bothered now. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing to ask, and I know this is something that's different for every single person. What's your favorite position? <laughs> I know for some of us, there's multiple favorite positions we like because, like, we like to vary it up a bit depending on the moment. So, but I mean, usually there's like one go to position when we really want to come badly enough (laughs) that we're like, yo, we're going to go in this position. I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) So, what is your go to favorite position? Depends on the girl for me (laughs) because different girls are better at different things. 
true. It's true. Some, some girls are amazing at doggy people. style. Hey. Some girls suck at doggy style. So you kind of <laughs> have to feel the room out and kind of. Wait, how do you suck at doggy style? Oh. I don't. I'm really confused. Do you have their back the wrong way? Are they not arching, or? Or, or they don't have any back. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like fucking a tree. It hurts you more than it helps you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh okay. Like, like no arch. Okay, yeah. got you. Got you. Got you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just say, how the fuck are you bad at doggies? I'm just like, I'm really so like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've actually experienced that once before. You know that there are some guys that are really bad at doggies, though. How are you? What? Yeah, there are some guys that are really bad at doggies. They don't know how to approach the right way and then there are some guys that are bad at doggy style because they don't know how to hold still while you're pegging them so yeah so it goes both ways <laughs> yeah. okay hey <sighs> just saying all right learn it guys i don't have a favorite position no what I, uh, yeah no i don't i don't have a favorite you don't have a favorite go-to position all of it <laughs> That's a yeah position. I'm, I'm just like yeah i don't mm-hmm, i'm thinking no i don't really have a favorite I'm weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a favorite. So you're pure equal opportunist. I am pure equal opportunist on that one. Yeah, yeah. There are like I definitely like skin on skin contact. Yeah. I like I like the like I like the closeness. I like being kissed right as I'm coming. That really that does it for me. Does a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, I find that to be really hot. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. But like anywhere I can get that that. It, more like those elements in whatever position, I don't care. Especially when it grinds a little bit harder against the clip a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My my clip loves <laughs> grinding pressure. Yeah. <laughs> grinding yeah. pressure is yeah, the yeah, my yeah, my clip loves that. Loves that. And I can be like because once I come to I can be like really sensitive too. Cause I, I'm normally like a one and done type of girl. Like I'm like and I'm good. <laughs> and um, I'm normally like that and I've come and I'm leaving and I have a good time. <laughs> she likes coaxing more out of me. She's good at that. She's good good at for that. her. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more like and I'm ready now, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's like. That's I think that's why it's so hot because I'll be so focused on my multi orgasmic train that I like to have going and she will she'll just like in the middle of it she'll just fucking pounce me and I find that to be really fucking hot. Oh, <laughs> See, that would be fun and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. I like that. That, that works. Like my favorite position, especially when we got the freak going, is I like being on my side. <laughs> she likes it sideways. Side is good. Side is side is awesome because sometimes when you're on your side, you can you can just scooch just enough the right way that you can just. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wait till we get a better strap on. Just, just <laughs> we had to jerry rig it. So if I recall, we just had a wrapping ribbon to. We did. We had ring. to. Yeah. <laughs> we need to. We got to get a better strap on. I, I need more thrusting power. I will. I will have. I will send you a couple links to some of my favorite ones. Fantastic. Go. Thank you. I had one for like yes, ten years that never broke. So oh, uh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. I'm super okay. picky though about what we use because the one we have for everything it's flexible enough and it's comfortable but the one that you use is way too rigid 
Oh, oh, oh. Well, no, she like she likes the the dildo that we have. It's like it's 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 like a little. It's like it's like I think it's like like five and a half, six inches or whatever. She loves that one. Yeah, this, not all women need a big dick, fellas. Just just yeah, no, FYI. But, so does that, yeah, I know but, that I know that it's like this. Like women like love. Like, no, not some women. Like if you're no. only like six inches, you will rock her fucking world because you won't hurt her. You'll fit in good. Y'all can do whatever. Seriously, it's true because we <laughs> tried to use the. Yeah, I've got, a, like, I've got a, I've got a long, I've got a vibrator that's just not as flexible and it's a little bit longer. And we tried with that, and she just didn't enjoy it as much as. Mm-hmm. as so, see, guys, size does not always matter. It's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's other girls that like size. Right. And there are yeah, like my my mom is that way. She loves size. <laughs> my mom is like eight inches. Go the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> She'll tell you that too. She's like, nah. If it's like you, she'll laugh at you and put no, she, nope, and you gotta go. <laughs> That's it. it. I mean, it was an ongoing joke with uh, me and a couple of my girlfriends when I was a professional. She was like, I noticed that all of your clients seem to be of a certain type, and I said, large dick. <laughs> They're like, well, they seem to be of a certain grouping, and I said, again. They are at least seven and up. <laughs> and she goes, but you don't ever have sex with any of them. I said, no, because that's part of my profession is I don't have intercourse with any of them. I said, however, I like to look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and it's so much fun because then you can just get, get to watch and they're like, but please, it's like, no. And now that you beg, I'm going to have to make you like suffer more. And making them suffer more was ever so much more fun. So, and sometimes making them suffer more that much bigger is even more fun. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm awful. I admit it. I have never problems telling you I, I was awful. So, you know, but yeah, part and parcel of the problem, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite position, honestly, I didn't have one. I have like, I love skin on skin contact, but I also, that grinding sensation is immense. Because, yeah, although I'm multi-orgasmic, there's something about when you can make me have a huge orgasm, like larger than just a regular orgasm, where it's like orgasm after orgasm, it just piles on itself. Yeah, Lord have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to have one long ass five minute orgasm. (laughs) I've had that happen before where like I literally pass the fuck out from it it was like dude it was like i literally like said something and i came to it he's like are you okay and i was like damn (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't tell that man shit for the rest of the day he made you i was like (laughs) he's like are you all right i was like i feel much better thank you <laughs> I am just fine. I, I am lovely, in fact. That's great. I was like, yeah, yeah. All righty, boy. So let's talk about this is something we talked about prior to recording, and I wanted to bring it up because we talked about myths and legends of sex and stuff. This is the thing about, as we talked about a little bit about porn and, and such, the whole Harry met Sally. Oh my God. Oh, oh, making noise during sex. And not making noise during sex. So some women do, some men do. Some are dirty talkers, some are not. Some are quiet, some are not. So when you're with various people, 
so you get to know each other and your needs and whatnot. Which way did you find out that you swung? Did you find, did you ever wonder like, are they actually making this noise because this is how they actually are or are they faking it? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest, because anybody who ever watched When Harry Met Sally or who have ever watched porn, because God forbid if you guys have not watched porn, you need to go out and watch porn, preferably some plotted porn, because plot porn is good shit. But yeah, because I mean, when you see When Harry Met Sally and you get the, <gasps> oh my, yeah so not everybody's like that not everybody's noisy not everybody is loud some people are some people are like from porkies that are (laughs) with the with the moaning girl so you know the little wolf the howling girl so where did you kind of find that you fall or that, you know, you kind of wondered, like, is it real or is it just foolishness? <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. you guys can only see their faces. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, for being such a loud mouth person, I tend to be a little bit on the quieter side. I'm not... I don't think what? I'm too loud. It depends. Yeah, I'm it not. It depends what I've done. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am not actually loud in bed. I am a, a dirty talker. <laughs> she's um. She's not necessarily loud. She's very breathy. Very breathy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, little moaner, groaner. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. Works. <laughs> <laughs> Baby uh-uh. Sally. Pixel is Sally. Pixel will let you know when you are doing it right. And she will let the neighbors know and everybody down the street know and eight people in the other town know. She will I'm not let... that loud. <laughs> Why are you kidding me? That? I'm not that loud. It's glorious. I love it. I fucking love it. I do. <laughs> It's an ego boost. It's glorious. It's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> I do. I love it. I fu- I am all. I fucking love it. It's fantastic. I have said this. I think it is wonderful how loud you are. I. It is like the. Be- I feel it's like the best day ever. Like, cause I've been with quiet people, and I even when I've been with a guy was who like it just it just makes you feel. I don't know what it is, but it just for me it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you were doing a damn good job if they are fucking screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> you almost get reassured that you're actually doing it right. That you're making them right. happy. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I've you know I've even had people who just lay there and they're kind of quiet, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you almost feel like, are you ready, Harry? <laughs> Enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that I'm louder because I'm always afraid that I sound corny. No. Because no. like. <laughs> no. Listen. Look. Look at my face. It well, is hot. You do laugh sometimes when I'm typing. Though. I'm not laughing because you sound corny. I'm laughing because it's glorious. My laughter is not. No, you're misinterpreting. My, my laughter is not because you sound dumb. My laughter is because this is fucking amazing. <laughs> That is nothing but that is like when you kiss me and smile. (laughs) That's that's always fun. (laughs) So what about you, Delvin? (laughs) 
I don't think I make a whole bunch of noise. I'm more a passionate type person. Mm-hmm. So I think now there's a couple of times where a girl has gone above and beyond the Call of Duty and <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> caught me off guard and made uh-huh. me get a little out of cat and be like, oh, <laughs> 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 like, weird, like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine now. I'm catch my composure <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I kind of sound like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wish more guys would make noise because I was yeah. giving this Irish dude a blowjob once and he was like full throttle screaming, banging on the fucking end table shit. Yes. Like, I wish guys would make noise more. I don't know if it's like a code amongst Look. guys that you're just supposed to like grunt and shit or whatever, but I feel like y'all need to let that shit out. We we try to be cool to a certain extent, but when it feels too good, then you start just saying all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> Sometimes you say shit that you definitely don't mean. All of a sudden, you're like, I love you. <laughs> we can get married tomorrow. <laughs> like, what? what did I, I, say that? I actually had a guy that one time I was giving a blowjob to, and he's like, Whatever you want, baby, I will give you whatever you want. Just don't stop. Whatever you want. And I actually was like in the middle of the blowjob, and I said, You'll write me a check for whatever I want. He goes, Whatever you want, I will give you the checkbook. And <laughs> And I was like, and after we were done, I was like, so where's the checkbook? And he's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel him. I feel him. <laughs> I can relate. Like, it's feeling too good, boy. You can, you can hold a person hostage with that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, woo, boy. I was like, damn, that's 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 bad. <laughs> but I, you know, Crystal's right. Guys don't. Guys, there's some guys that'll dirty talk, which is fine too. You know, I don't mind dirty talk. But there are guys that don't necessarily let their, you know, their excitement out enough that they'll just be really quiet and stoic. And those guys are what I call pansy asses. (laughs) Because it has always not been looked at as cool. Like, you know, like emotional stuff. It's not never been like a cool, it's not a cool thing for us to do, but at some point, I gotta have. Okay, so. Word French gay, yeah, French guy, yeah, 
one black guy. I can't remember his name right now. I don't remember his name now. His name, his poor name was Wesley Pipes. <laughs> oh, you no, no, stop it. You were, his poor name is not Wesley Pipes. Yes, it is. He's one of the most right annoying, funniest porn stars I've ever seen in my life because during the whole porn scene, he is talking shit to the point where some of the girls have told him to shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> He's a fucking porn star. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, Wesley Pipes. That yeah. is a, He's got them wet pipes. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta like there's a, there's a difference because I think I was watching one porn and this black guy was fucking some chick and he just kept being like oh baby don't you like that oh what's that white shit on my dick what's that white he said like every five minutes and now that I'm just like, like I'm gonna punch pipes. him in the fucking throat that sounds like that great but can you shut the fuck up like there's a whole difference between you saying the same thing every three seconds and you're like groaning and moaning and even ah I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like Wesley Pipes. He just talks through the whole fucking thing. Oh yeah, God. bitch, you like that? Yeah, baby. That's how I do. <laughs> like, God damn it. Shut the fuck up. And that's, and that, to me, is like the epitome of bullshit sex talk. <laughs> yep. yep. I mean, seriously, women don't want to hear all that nonsense half the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like, is this good? Does this feel good? Yeah, yeah, that feels good. Okay, yeah, it feels good to me too. Okay, cool. At that point, there should be moaning for on both sides of the coin. At that point, if it's feeling good on both sides, both should be appreciative noises at this point. I mean, come on. Throwing a little dirty talk here and there is good, but there you don't don't go on a fucking monologue while you're having sex. Like, what the hell? Trying to take a goblin and shit, giving whole soliloquies about sex. Like, shut the fuck up man act like he getting paid by the minute by what he says. Like, you're not getting paid for every word that comes out your mouth. Shut up. <laughs> I am fucking you. Not if you keep talking. <laughs> it's like, you keep this up and I'm going to close the vagina. I'm going to close it up. There'll be no fucking... So, since we're talking fucking and moaning and groaning and stuff, so I'm going to talk about another part of aspect of sex, and we're going to get a little bit <clears throat> personal, impersonal, crazy. Um, I made mention of it earlier, so it's going to be one of those things. You can abstain from the question if you wish, because um, <laughs> it's going to get personal. Oh, snap. So let's talk about anal sex. No. <laughs> That's your answer. That's your answer so, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm still... no, anal sex, anal sex. <laughs> some people are like all, all for it because there is a lot of nerves in there that do enhance the sexual process. And then there are some people who are like, it is only an exit, and that's all it's ever going to be. <laughs> so, and the thing is, is that there are more guys who are who will enjoy doing anal on a girl, but when you encourage them to have anal um, and be stimulated by a female. They will give you crazy looks um, until you manage to convince them otherwise. And then they're like, why have I been missing this for years? Um, and then you're, they are suddenly like, how can we make this happen? Do I need to invite another girl into the situation? And you're like, well, what about inviting another guy? Damn mm. it. <laughs> yup, yup. And then they're like, but no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's talk anal. <laughs> Have you? Will you? Is it something that kind of like, yeah, no. Or is it something that you're like, maybe I've kind of been curious or you're like, cool, let's do it. Anal is great. So let, let's talk. Delvin. <laughs> Have I received? No. That I can tell you off bat. No, I have never received it. Have okay. I given it? Yeah, kind of no. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> See, this is going to feel like I'm a fucking dick. Like, I'm going to feel so fucking arrogant. The girl that wanted anal from me mm-hmm. literally said my dick is too big and this is not happening. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. Okay. Do not prep her properly. Properly. Uh, This was my first time. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> she wanted to do it. She wanted to set it up. This was her thing. This was her bag. She was like, I want to do this. I got all this lube and stuff. I want to do this with you. Then she tried like, oh, fuck no. No, your dick is too big. It's not happening. We're not, doing, we're not going this route at all. <laughs> this, is, this is somebody who has not prepped herself properly. <laughs> That's all. Sid, I feel like your next blog post needs to be, ladies, here's how to prep for anal. If I have those posts around somewhere, I'll put them up. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, because anal, anal is not hard to do if you do it right, and you can do it with the other person there. It's just a matter of scissor technique and with the fingers and slow but steady bear down as they put in beautiful thing anal is it's awesome and then when it's done <laughs> and people and there's both dicks yes it is a beautiful thing okay I might be predisposed to having sex with two dicks, like just take it up the ass just do it you'll like just it take and have another person going up the pussy and enjoy yourself it's a good thing Double stuff. Yeah. Yes. So obviously we can tell that I've already done it. So yeah. <laughs> you go, girl. So I have my I had a sub in the and <laughs> this is this is gonna sound terrible, but this was kind of just our dynamic. So uh-huh. I had the strap on and yeah. we were doing some stuff. And uh-huh. I said, I don't I don't I don't remember what I said. She said no. But I did it anyway. <laughs> and she had a Damn, great, Bill Cosby. <laughs> and she had a great time. It sounds worse than it was. No, it wasn't even like that. It was like a doggy style position. And she had out with the, and I was, you know, it was kind of like one of those. And she's like, it was like, and I'm like, nope, this is happening. And she, there was no protest as it was going. And then she was like, I had a great time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she loved that shit. Uh, uh, okay. like, You'd be surprised. Uh, she liked, I tell you, she liked going ass the mouth too. Like she loved that. She loved fucking that shit. Uh, my first wife, we did anal before. She liked that. Yeah. So yeah, I've done it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, myself, never penetration. Had it played with, that was fun. Okay. I have to be in the right. It's it's kind of one of those. It's definitely one of those where you got to be in the mood. Because like sometimes yeah. like I've been playing with myself and then you're like, mm, I'm not really feeling that tonight. But other times you, you, your finger just slips down there and you're like, oh, this is okay. Hey, I guess hey. we're doing this tonight. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 
I mean, it's definitely a mood thing because there are times that you're like, no, no, I'm not feeling it. Then there are other times it's like, uh, do it or I'm not going to let you play with the other stuff. <laughs> wow. Sorry. You with, you know, the fibroids and you've never been a fan of mm-hmm. penetration in general. So I'm thinking, would you appreciate the strap on an eighth? I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Actually, you know, a, a skinnier would, dildo with the anal would probably, would probably give her more pleasure and probably would actually do, would probably make her feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we could try it. We could try it. <laughs> Actually, before I had my uterus taken out, I had mine was actually filled with fibroids, but that was one of the ways that I actually got a lot of pleasure was that way. Mm, got you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it was it was fun. Yeah. But I will admit that I actually enjoyed giving anal to both women and men, so that was mm. pretty fun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had a friend of mine who's uh, a <laughs> I won't do anything. I'll just do a friend of mine was giving a blowjob to her man and she stuck her finger up and he's one of those he's like one of those manly dudes like no nah, i don't take it up the air best blowjob he ever had as soon as she added a finger so yeah. i'm like guys look you got a whole lot you have i feel like fellas have more sensitive nerves in their butt than women do so y'all should be more open to letting some play happen there you'd enjoy it the freaking air right behind there dick right behind their balls that little area right there that little area that little spot in order to actually manipulate that that actually has more sensitive area is best access through their anal area once you go right in there and hit it it's they're basically their g-spot mm-hmm. once you hit that area their dick goes Hello? <laughs> <laughs> i'm here i'm here for the play and then suddenly they go I, 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 I want to fuck. And it's like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to play in here and then I'm going to massage you. And it's like, no, 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 I need to fuck you. I'm like, no, 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 not yet. And, it's like, and then there's an argument usually of, I need to fuck you. And it's like, I told you, no, not yet. <laughs> and then usually it becomes then, who is more dominant than the other? And it's like, unless you can prove you're more dominant than me, you're not fucking me. So, hey. <laughs> Get him, sin. Get him, sin. That's amazing. That's that's usually when you find out just how dominant somebody can actually be right as you're taking the Benoit balls out their ass. (laughs) 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 That needs to be on a a t-shirt somewhere. That's how you find out how dominant somebody is when you're taking the Benoit balls out of their ass. It's all of a sudden they're like, oh, God, fuck you. Fuck you hard. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> then the next thing you know, you're flat on your back, your legs are on their shoulders, and you're being fucked. And you're like, it's about damn time, people. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's when you realize that you're like, that's the talking about the penetration that I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh my God, you're coming like a freaking faucet. It's like, yes. <laughs> Like, how come I didn't know about this before? You never tried before. <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's like gonna be a lot of people who I know who are gonna hear this and wonder if I'm talking about them. And the answer is yes, I'm talking about all of you. So yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> nice. you go. Damn, see call everybody out. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no yeah, I have no problems with that. Because there are people who who know themselves will be like, Well, we never did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well, missed out. Yup. So yeah, 
Now, I, I've got a really fun question here for you. And this is, this. Crystal will probably remember some of this from some of our talk from before with sacred prostitution. Okay, I'm ready. So, <laughs> one of the things that we, that basically with sex, as we've talked about before about sex positivity with sex workers and things of that nature. In your life, have you ever thought about either going to be with a sex worker? Have you ever been with one? Or have you ever known one? And talk with them about the business. Now you guys I got molested by oh. one in a bar in New Orleans. That was awesome. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> if you, it's a certain area in the French Quarter where if you go into these bars, you're just going to get molested by somebody. It just happens. Um, um, I have thought, I've thought about it. And I've always wanted to, but have not. Yeah. And I've, I've actually always wanted to go to a male prostitute. I've Hell always yeah. to try. Yeah, I've always wanted to try a dude out. Never have though. Never have. Kind of tough. I mean, you, it, it, and, and it's harder because when finding male prostitutes, one is a little bit more difficult, and you have to be a little bit more selective, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, especially depending on where you live. I yep. mean, let's be honest. Yep, yep. Um, a lot of it depends on where you live, and the other part too is. Well, there's not as many male prostitutes as there are female. That male prostitutes that actually work um, soliciting female prostitutes. Females. Correct. Yeah, that work. They're for yeah, that are for women. Yeah. So that that also makes it a little bit more difficult. Oh my God, my electricity is back all of a sudden. Finally. Awesome. <laughs> Yay! Everything else to like preload and like the internet to turn back on. Uh, <laughs> okay, do you want to hire a hooker? I knew one. What? I did. I actually knew a male one. Uh, he was like, um, I wouldn't call him a family friend. He was more of an acquaintance. Yeah. But um, as for wanting to try one, I can't mentally make that break from I don't know you to be mm. turned on. Mm. I don't know why. Just can't do it. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, and that's a fair thing. I mean, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I mean, I think that's one of the things. I mean, for some people, it's the anonymity of the aspect. And I think... For some people, like for me, because I worked as a, a dominatrix and some people have a very hard time separating the two factors, mm-hmm. sex worker versus dominatrix, <clears throat> different. I do not, dominatrixes do not have intercourse. They're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you cross the line into a sex worker versus a sex worker. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tough gig. I mean, and not everybody has that inclination or whatever, but I mean, it's that thing. I mean, I knew enough of them. Um, when I lived in Florida, I actually went and visited a friend of mine who used to strip and was a sex worker um, down in Miami. So that was kind of fun. I used to enjoy going to visit her. So, <laughs> so that was kind of like my my big my big fun thing. Nothing like going to a club and with her on her bike and going into a club and at this club looking around and going, "Oh my God, those people are having sex on the stage." <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't a strip club. So that tells you how crazy it was that I'm like, because I had never been to this, this club before at all. It was like my first time in this club in Miami. And it, he, she was like, it's okay. And I'm like, but to have sex on a stage. <laughs> but it's yeah, happening like on the stage. Yeah. You know, and it's not a strip club. And it's <laughs> it's not a sex club. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. This 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 does not compute. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Miami. <laughs> in a nutshell yeah yeah so that was that was the kind of thing you know have i ever had sex with a uh, sex worker yes uh one male one female 
Um, the male was actually in Atlantic City. He was actually, believe it or not, a friend. It was a mutual moment. It was actually not for money. Um, it was, we both had a friend that had just passed away. Um, so it was kind of like we were both in mourning. So, Completely yeah. justifiable comfort sex. Hey, yeah, it was, let me tell you, he was better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Better be the fucking sex <laughs> worker. Yeah, we, we both learned a little something that night. So I was like, hey. But yeah, and she, she was, I don't know, I saw her and it was interesting. I had seen her over a course of a week on and off near where I used to live. And out of the blue, I approached her, started talking with her, took her, got her a drink. And then I said, you know what? Why don't you come back to my place? We'll talk a little bit more. So I did that. And sure enough, um, one thing led to another, paid her, whatever. It was a one and done thing. I mean, and it's not my usual cup of, but I did it. And I mean, I have no regrets over it it is what it is so yeah it was fun it was enjoyable it's one of those things that I'm glad I did it because it was an experience worth living and I think that's the biggest thing for me and I enjoy having experiences and the fact too that it also gave me an appreciation more for what they really do and go through mm-hmm. so which is a big thing for why I am very much a sex positive person very pro sex worker um, having more rights and mm-hmm. not being and not being treated like shit and it, it needs to happen it's it's ridiculous yeah so, yeah so what about you there Delvin? see i'm scared to answer this question because i feel All like right. a whole bunch of women are gonna just hop up my cash tap <laughs> like hey oh, motherfucker all- you give me a hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> my cash app will be full of requests oh, hey, <laughs> Um, never have with a sex worker, but I would not be objective to it. I think they're, they're awesome. You know, it's, I've always felt like out of all the bullshit laws we have in America, that's what I'm like, come on, like really get the fuck out of here. Like miss me with that bullshit. Like, <laughs> I agree. It like, is. It's, it, it's, it's so pompous and arrogant at this point to be like, we're going to tell women what to do with their body. We're going to tell men what to do with their body. And we're going to regulate it and make it so you can't make money off of your body. Right. Like, there's nothing really wrong with it. I think it's sex is a beautiful thing when it's with somebody you enjoy if you pay for it. Like, right, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, that's like the uh, lawmaker in South Carolina just put a bill in that says that if you're going to force them to carry a baby to term instead of being able to have an abortion, that the state of South Carolina has to help raise it. That's fair. <laughs> and I was like, dude, whoever you are that put that bill in, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's about damn time. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I feel like our country worries too much, particularly about women's bodies. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank think- you. Basically, what they believe is that Lincoln, when he freed the male, he freed the slaves, shouldn't have freed female slaves. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't- pretty much. Oh fuck! It's 2019. My mom, mom, 86. That shit. My mom. My mom had a saying when 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 I was little that when Lincoln freed the slaves, he didn't free the children. That was usually whenever I tried to get out of doing any chores. (laughs) 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 Um, But she made a really big point when I was little, which is the fact that 
there are things in life that you will always have to do because there are chores in life that as a woman, you will be required to do because men can't cope. And it's a thing that they can't cope because it actually requires them to move past a certain viewpoint. And as more and more men learn to get past a certain viewpoint, then women can start saying, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. We don't have to do this anymore. This should be a joint thing. This should be something that everybody can do. Um, Not just women have to be responsible or have to be the ones that, you know, X, Y, and Z. My mom failed in high school, failed her, was it her, because she went to a Catholic high school. She failed her social, I think it's her, her civics class because she was for abortion. Oh, wow. And the father, the father was like, well, what do you mean? She says, if I was ever raped and got pregnant from the rape, I would have, I should be able to have the legal right to have an abortion. I should not have to carry my rapist child. And now, mind you, this was in the early 60s, mid 60s. You can't be saying that out loud. Right. And to put this in perspective, my mom had DID. Okay. She, when she was in, it was like her first year of high school second year of high school her best friend committed suicide in front of her so she ended up having electric shock therapy um and which they think might have helped contribute to the did aspect of her uh, my mom lived in her own world i for the longest time my mom was five foot three okay she was a smurf uh, <laughs> i love my mom but my mom was a smurf your mom uh, was taller than i am yeah yeah but Trust me, trust me. There were there were moments that even at five foot three, you thought she was shorter. Mm-hmm. And it, it was interesting because, like, I've read her high school yearbook where the father who was in that class who failed her uh, wished her best of luck and told her to stick up for her principles because one day um, the world would change its ways and its beliefs on stuff. Because in actuality, he agreed with her, but. Mm a priest being who he was where he was he had to be where he was he had to stand for what was being taught and it kind of really blew my mind when I thought about it because when you think about sex and sexuality and you think about consensual sex and you think about rape um and I've always been honest about the fact that I've been raped a couple of times in my life uh, that what you do with sex and how you look at sex a lot of times is shaped by the way you grow up and the way that your family around you thinks about sex. And by rights, I should probably be one of the most conservative people about sex in this world. <laughs> and I so about. I probably, my kids you growing up, um, and it's funny because like my my sons both now are like when my oldest son was dating before he got engaged to marry um his fiance would like be like so mom I mean we're close and you know blah 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 you know do you think I should invite her over and maybe like how should I go about this because I mean I really want to have sex with her and blah I mean my son and I have been really open about sex I mean we're I mean it's just the way it is because my kids knew going growing up and it was just like no big deal it's and 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 I, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that growing up having known what my mom had went through and my mom was pretty open about a lot of stuff some stuff, sex stuff, she was kind of closed off about, didn't talk about a lot of it, but 
it was funny the moment I started reading romance novels my mom kind of opened up about stuff because <laughs> 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 my mom loved romance novels so it was kind of like that was like our, her oh yeah man as soon as I started reading some of the romance novels she was like Boop. suddenly it was like it was okay to talk about certain a- aspects of it and then she realized that I started reading the hotter stuff than she was reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby, I was like. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> um, nah, it's in the bathroom. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, you just kind of have to wonder, I mean, when you think about it for yourselves, I mean, do you feel that you learn more about sex from others? Or do you think you learn more about sex from your family growing up? <laughs> oh, I definitely learned from others. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I remember growing up, my, my parents never talked about sex. They, that was never a t- topic of discussion, but what I do know is going to school, going to high school, you would see the old porn tape get passed around <laughs> <laughs> and, and they would get passed to you and it's like, oh, I guess I'm watching this shit. And then you think you'd get this kind of unrealistic expectation of sex yeah. from these videos and stuff like that and I remember, I told this story before, but I remember the first time I saw a hentai was when I was in college. And it was one of the weirdest experiences of my life because I I think I want to say it's my first day on campus. And I walk in the door with my homeboy. And it's a bunch of guys sitting on a couch watching La Blue Girl. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? (laughs) And, And they're sitting there watching this fucking girl get stuck by this tentacle monster like <laughs> so all you guys just gonna sit here and watch this together like it's a fucking yes. <laughs> like it's just a pop culture movie they're just sitting there watching like yo why are y'all watching this together <laughs> it's hot and it's awesome obviously boy. I like Hentai so hey <laughs> yeah, I don't know the problem with the problem with them, was, was with them watching Hentai the problem was with a bunch of straight men watching Hentai together <laughs> Y'all gotta get over that shit. All right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because I'm thinking, you know, I have had where I've had group chats and we've all watched all that stuff together. <laughs> I'm like, you can yeah, sit around I'll... with your friends and watch porn and I'll be gay or whatever. It's they okay. Pictures in game. You know what the, I think the worst part is is when you with somebody like in a relationship and they get weirded out to they won't watch porn with you. Oh, My ex fiance, I mean, if you're watching watch, bad porn, <laughs> good porn or bad porn, like I used to buy yeah. porn for him, his, his sorry ass to watch with him, and he wouldn't watch with me. My ex fiance. I've experienced the worst scenario of that where I've watched porn with somebody and then they got mad at me for watching porn. But if I'm the one buying the damn porn to watch with you, you would think you would want to watch the porn with me. That don't make no sense. That just don't yeah. make no sense. Hello? Right? I prefer to read porn. There's, it's like really rare that I'll watch some porn and I'll actually be like aroused by the porn. Like it's got to be like it'll like it's just that I send you're going to have to like recommend some like good like video Dude. porn because it's almost like, <laughs> like, I've, got, I've got some really good porn and you know okay. I'll, I'll give you the links later so but yeah like, <laughs> literotica.com is a great site for reading porn but like yeah I've even tried like you know the porn for her sites and it's like all the same it's just like yeah. 
nothing's just missing. It's just not. It's so rare that I'll find a porn video that's like, you know what? I could jack off to that. I could I could get off on that one. Okay. Adam and Eve um, on demand has some really good stuff. I actually have an account there. Okay. Um, you can actually buy by the minute, and you could actually buy videos or rent videos through them. They actually have some pretty good videos. Um, there's pirates. There is there's a- fucking pirates. <laughs> Oh, the Pirates one is like a, like, a, like from, like, it's like based off of like Pirates of the Caribbean, but it is one major awards. And I usually like, don't like the same stuff that like a lot of people think are like massively good, but that one is really, uh, it's hot. I've <laughs> seen that one. It's no, good. It's good. <laughs> because it's good. I remember they put it on like Cinemax or something like that. They like actually made it like a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put it on Cinemax and like showed it late night and like they edited it so it fit Cinemax perfectly. Yeah, they you know what? Late night Cinemax used to be good. I remember back when you had fucking Cinemax. Every now and then, you turn on Cinemax like after one a.m. I'd soft porn shit. Some of that shit would be pretty decent. You Delvin and I were talking about that earlier about that black tie nights. Let me refer you to that series. It was on Cinemax, and I would love to see that remade as an actual freaking porn series again, like updated, whatever. Even as a book series, Black Tie Nights fucking rocked it was it it, because if you and i think you can probably still watch it 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 may be actually you might be able to find it black Mm -hmm. tie nights was it had a plot this the it was just well done um the other one is bedtime stories i remember bedtime stories bedtime stories i remember bedtime stories was good the other one was the uh, one with the radio DJ, and I can't remember that one. There was like two different versions, but I was I'm thinking more of the first one that came out, where it was like um, telling your uh, sweet your sweet secrets during the night, where you Red lace something. Yeah, something like that. Red lace chronicles or something like that. Yeah, and you would tell your the stories that would be actual like stories of like different secrets or whatever at night, and. They were really good. It was like almost like snippets of vignettes of storylines. And they were just enough to like get you excited so you can imagine the rest on your own. And those were like the really best kinds of stories to be told. So, yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that that kind of make you wonder like, where the hell have you guys been? (laughs) Why'd you Right. Oh, I might as well tell my interesting story about that. Uh oh. I was almost inadvertently in a porn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 go ahead. I didn't what? realize it. I was almost in one. Didn't Why? realize what? it. Because Which... when I was younger, I worked at a grocery store. I was probably like 19. And I was a bag boy and a cashier. <laughs> and this nice old lady used to always come in and I would bag her stuff up and I'd be so polite to her and stuff like that. She would say, you are so good looking. You are so good looking. I and I, the, the grocery store I worked there was like in a nice area. It was a Coral Gables and stuff like that. She's like, I'm gonna put you in one of my movies. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. I already paid no attention to her. And she kept saying that to me over and over again. And she gave me a card and everything to be in one of her movies. I never really responded back to anything like that. So one night I'm up late at night and real sex is on. And who do I see on this TV? This old lady. Apparently, she's like this legend, <laughs> legendary porn director from like the 50s and 60s when she was making movies for like 20, 30 years in South Florida. 
Damn. And she was doing this big final film that apparently she wanted me to be in. Could have made some money, Delvin. Delvin, you could have been rocking out the house. <laughs> yeah. It was like apparently it was like a really big deal. And she was like, she's like one of the first, I guess, female porn directors or something like that. And okay. she's been doing it for like 50 years. And like she was 90 years old and stuff. And she was on, they did a whole thing on her real sex. Real sex. I'm like, what the hell? That's that same lady? <laughs> I was shocked. One of my favorite things, favorite misconceptions, like that, I, one of the reasons why I loved real sex so much was like when they would deal with things like BDSM or like with furries or with various other little topics that people kind of wonder about. I remember the one they did about ponies. And... I, I, I don't think I saw that one. I giggled so hard because I had known about ponies and I knew a couple people who did dealt with the ponies. And just watching it was just like, I giggled so hard. And it wasn't because I thought it was like childish or immature. It was just the fact that, that the way that they captured it was so lighthearted and mm-hmm. so happy. And I was just like, oh my God, I could never do that because one, I can't move like that. And two, <laughs> I no, no, because I could never hold that butt plug in my ass like <laughs> yeah. Real Sex was such a fascinating show because of stuff was, like that. Yeah, it was a good show. Where'd those good shows go? See, right? see where's where's Netflix after dark? Netflix needs an after dark. Bring cause see every, everybody that would. It'd be awesome. All That's these the- fucking streaming services are not giving us the porn. Like, what the hell? Instead of Amazon Prime, the dark side of Prime. The dark sea. <laughs> Let's just do it. See, that yeah. would be something that I think would be really a better side. It's like comics. Like, one of the things, like, all of us are into is comics is, where are the erotic comics again? Like, one of the things is, like, Vault has Money Shot, which is erotic, but it's not erotic. I mean, it deals with erotic stuff, don't get me wrong, because it has some hotness into it. Ooh, boy, it does. Um, but true erotica and erotica-type comics are far and few between anymore. Yeah. And I kind of miss that, you know? Yeah, I feel like there's a market to bring it back. I feel like I feel like there definitely is. Because every time I watch porn, I'm like, damn, I should just make one. Because, like, this shit is tired. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there is definitely there is definitely a market for that type of stuff to, for somebody to just you know what just bring that shit back but do it in like you know what in a body positive like this is not a big fucking deal like way like it's just this let come on I mean I feel like if anything Fifty Shades of Grey as horrible as that fucking trash was showed that there is definitely a market for it so yeah. if that piece of trash can get fucking best-selling books in three shitty-ass movies, then there is definitely a market for, like, erotic comics. All I mean, romance is, has always been, like, the hottest-selling fucking genre in, like, books, right? You write some fucking romance, like, you're fucking selling your novels, like, whatever. You put some sex in it, that's it, we're buying it. You know, and so that and, like, good porn, not like the shit, don't, no offense to Pornhub. I, we appreciate you, Pornhub, for everything you've done, but, like good like we were talking about earlier like that fucking when you turn on cinemax at one o'clock in the morning back in the fucking 80s and 90s and there was some good shit on there (laughs) it had plots and storylines and you wanted to see what happened the next week and like the sex didn't look boring and i mean with porn you can just call it i she got suck his dick 
He gonna lick yeah. her pussy. Here they go sideways. Wait, doggy style's coming. Money shot, and she gonna suck his dick again. Okay. It's just like it's so fucking yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there they go. It's just, it just it's boring as fuck. Like for me, like the, like the old it's, it's just like if we do bring it back, if we bring it back prime time or like we bring it back at one AM midnight, whatever, mm-hmm. let's not be so childish where we can't show a cop. Yes. Jesus. Because here's my thing. If we can show a cock on Rome, mm-hmm. on yep. and on during during Spartacus, yes. then we can show it during late night hours for sex. Yes, you know what? There were cocks out in altered carbon too, and I appreciated the shit out of that. So yes, just whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you I can do. show full on hairy pussy. You can whip your fucking dick out. You just think of how popular ultra carbon is now. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's the 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 big thing with with everything with sex is the fact that sex is part of life. I mean, let's be honest. Without sex, there's no life to be had. Mm-hmm. So you have to enjoy it, whether you help part of the procreation process or not. The thing is, is that if we don't help be proactive about positive sex. Like we did tonight, talk about the myths, talk about the realities, talk about the good stuff, the bad stuff, and be able to laugh about a lot of it. Come on, let's be real. Sex when you're younger and you don't know shit. When you look back on it, you realize, damn, I was really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun, but you're supposed to experiment and have fun about it. You know what? If we were, if America, just America as a country was more sex positive, I feel like we would not have, Me Too wouldn't be a big of a thing if it was. At 100%, if there was more sex positivity and more open conversations about what it is and what, like, you know, and how it's supposed to be and not these fucking perpetrated myths, then this whole, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be what it is. We would, women would not be having to go through this. And men either. Like, they, they just, it wouldn't be a thing if we would simply stop trying to repress this as this dirty, nasty thing that you're not supposed, or you're going to do when you fucking get married, or like, whatever, sex work is bad, whatever, it's tired. Like, shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what, I, what a friend of mine once said, and I, think, and I think the world of him because of the fact that he went from being a person who did not believe before sex before marriage to... Becoming a guy who was pro-sex before marriage, after he got married, and when his wife was going to have a baby, and they looked back at themselves, well, looking back and realizing, because they ended up having to go through counseling, well, they were, well, she was pregnant, um, because they were about ready to divorce, Mm -hmm. and realized that had they had sex prior to marriage, had they figured out their sexual compatibility because sexually they were not compatible mm. at all but it was something that they had to learn how to be as such in he's one of the people that said basically you know everybody should live together and have sex before marriage before they commit to a real relationship because if you can't have sex together and be proactively proud of that person you're with and support them on every level mm-hmm. not for not just for having your baby or having them in your life or having them support you while you go out and do whatever, then 
you're not supporting the people who are part of making you, you, which means then you're dissing half of your genetic makeup. And in which case, then you don't belong. (laughs) And he, and it was such a valid point. I was like, you know, you're right. If you can't be positive about sex and you can't be positive about the relationship aspect, because I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for a good one night stand and a good sex fuck and see you later. But you have to be positive about that stuff. You have to take it in the manner of which it meant. Because sometimes a really good sex fuck is really all you need and see it. But you have to be able to be emotionally acceptable for that in your head. And some people can't ever do that. And they have to know that about themselves and they don't. Mm-hmm. It's and others, you know, can, but, you know, if you can't be positive about that other part of that cycle, whether it be if you're, if you're hetero or if you are the part, but you're dominant and you can't be positive for the submissive portion that you have in your life, what could I, I mean, really? And I think that's part of that whole sexuality is you have to be able to support that other portion of whom you're in a relationship with or whom you are sexually with, because Unless you want to be by yourself, like, 100% of the time. What's really, you know? Maybe it's just me. But real I talk, mean, Finn. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, a, you know, I think that's just probably part of that thought process. And I think, you know, having moved from Florida to Alabama, it has become more of a in-my-face kind of mode. <laughs> having to see a lot more of that. And seeing a lot more people who are deferential to mm-hmm. oh, oh, but you know, he says, or oh, I can't because my family is, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm originally from the Midwest and I've lived up and down the coast of the East Coast, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have kind of learned that I am probably a lot more um verbal and a lot more wide aware of the fact that some people just don't know and that way I think that's why this is so important to get it out because real sex talk means being real upbeat and positive that says hey you can have sex with whomever you want you can be in control of your body and do whatever you want the only thing you have to make sure is that you don't hurt anybody else in the process mm-hmm. and it's essential you know it. That's, that's the biggest things on it, you know? And I think that's the big issue that people don't really want to hear. It's got to be consensual and you got to take care of your own. Yeah. And don't force your shit on anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So closing statements. I want to hear your favorite, well, not necessarily porn movie, your favorite movie that has your favorite sexual scene or sexual moment sensual moment um, <laughs> that that kind of that kind of got you in the heart it could be, even be romantic in a way the one moment that it just kind of made you say well shit <laughs> wow okay delvin go first yeah, i'm trying to think of one now are you trying to think of one um just... i got a cup i got two actually okay i have two okay so okay so for complete hotness factor, original sin. That was yeah, with Antonio Banderas and Angelina Jolie. 
That was a dark, hot movie. Okay. And I recommend people people watch that. It's a fucked up movie. It is a it is a fucked up movie, but they have a really hot fucking love scene. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to give a shout out to Basic Instinct. Have to oh, give yeah. a shout out. You got to. You just have to. Cause come on, <laughs> fucking Sharon <laughs> Stone and Michael fucking they killed that shit. That shit was so good. <laughs> yeah. And just for. Um, okay, let me rephrase. Let me, let me rephrase, but let me emphasize that consent is super important. But for just a sheer fictional hotness factor, disclosure with Demi oh, Moore yeah. and Michael Douglas, like yeah, her fucking uh, forcing herself on him in the office was pretty fucking hot. <laughs> pretty, don't do that, but it was a hot scene. <laughs> it was a, it was an interesting way to see it turned around. Yes. Uh, when yes, I appreciated that movie a lot for it was like a whole different perspective, especially how he was just dismissed as well. When he was like, no, she sexually harassed me. And everyone was like, LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it was a, it's a, I, I like that movie. It's a well-done and it movie. Does, and it does happen, especially in the higher levels. It doesn't happen as often as it happens to women. But mm-hmm. to see that played out like it was, yeah. was like, Wow. I mean, it was hot. Don't get me wrong, but it was like, shit, the, my heart raced when it happened. I was like, yeah. Oh fuck. It's an intense scene. It's, and they, they do that. Yeah. That was a, it was, I thought it handled that topic really fucking well, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Scenes like that, I never find hot. I just don't like, that's why I don't understand the Khaleesi and Khal thing to this day. It's not sexy to me. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That is fair. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. No, that, that's completely fair. Maybe I'm prude. I don't know. No, that, that, that does not make you prude. So different. Does not uh, break you prude at all. Maybe I'm very limited in my viewpoint. But. That's not. No, that is literally just that. And it's your. It's not a wrong viewpoint to have. It's just that doesn't work for you, and that's fine. Yeah. And, yes. Perfectly normal. Perfectly fine. That's completely normal. Everybody has their own idea of what hot is and what is not hot. Now, like I said, for me, it it was. I mean, it was hot in the idea of had it been conceptual, that would have been. Oh, I probably would have been like, let's do it that way. Let's let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> let's role play. Because <laughs> there ain't nothing like a good role play. Let me just tell you right now, there ain't nothing like a good role play. So yeah, okay. but. Because, yeah, that kind of, like I said, it, I think it made a lot of people more aware. And that was a good, but yeah. So, what about you, Ms. Pixel? You got any particular movie or anything else that you found that was kind of hot and bothersome in a good way? I haven't seen that many, but I think my favorite one that was just fun, sexy, and I liked the relationship was, I think it was called No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman. That's a great movie. That's a great film. <laughs> that is a great film. With fucking Natalie, I think it's Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, it's a great fucking film. That it was funny. Fucking too. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's a rom com, but it's yeah, it's it's very sex positive too. They just fucking like hook up for like the majority of the fucking movie. It's like she she, has, she, she looks dead at him. Yep. She has a boyfriend and a sex partner at the same time, and they know about it. So. <laughs> yeah. She probably just looks at him. She's like, I work. I'm a doctor. I work like 90 hours a week. So I just need somebody I can just call to come fuck me and then go away. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley Cooker's like, I'm down. So I was like, yep. Sure. I like that just our general principle. That's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Delvin? I, off the top of my head, I think of two sensual scenes that just come to my mind. Uh, one of them is going to be surprisingly surprise you guys. True Lies. 
That scene oh, where, respect. yeah, that's a good scene. <laughs> that's a really cool scene. That's a really sexy scene. That I don't think I I really seen Jamie Lee Curtis like that before. I saw that scene. I'm like, holy shit! Oh yeah, <laughs> that, was girl. that was incredibly sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another scene like that also from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Delvin like Delvin has the... a type. Delvin likes strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. No, Selma Hayek and the fucking from Dust Hill Dawn. Yeah, she's fucking hot with the fucking big ass snake. Yeah, she's fucking hot. I wouldn't let her stick her dirty ass toe in my mouth, but she was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, for me, one particular movie that I loved, um, and I loved it because it was not typical, but it was hot, was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, yeah. That's a great fucking scene. (laughs) It was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Please, please, please. Boy, nothing says foreplay like trying to kill each other. (laughs) It was like the best. That was like the best. Especially at the end when he's like, ask again. (laughs) It was was, I was like, oh. He's so wrong on so many levels, but I can so get that point. I can so get that point, uh, which is kind of wrong on so many levels too. With the fact that I actually got that point. Um, the other, <laughs> um, the other movie that I I love, which most people probably would be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Believe it or not, is Dirty Dancing, and it's not typical. It really isn't. It's just that the overall feel of the movie, that whole first time mm-hmm. eroticism where you actually get comfortable with your body for the first time, ever. Mm-hmm. go from clumsy to essentially aware of yourself and others. That's like a something really good I, choice. Yeah, it is. That's some uh, classic stuff right there. That was really like one of the moments where it's like, I actually, when I first saw the movie, I was just like, uh, oh. And it was like the first time I actually became aware of myself in that way where it was like, okay. (laughs) 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 Hey. Patrick Swayze will do it to you. I'm telling you. Yeah, he would. But, you know, and it's funny because it was, you know, a lot of people talk about ghosts you know, about being that kind of hot erotic movie for a lot of women and um, some men, which is funny because to me, I mean, yeah, that scene was kind of like whatever, uh, which tells you how, how how exciting and erotic I found it. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, mean, uh, I, I mean, I thought he was hotter in Roadhouse, but okay. <laughs> you know, he was hot in Roadhouse, don't get me wrong. But I mean, the whole concept of him being there with her romantically in that way, uh, in ghost uh, i mean i have i mean even my mom was like oh my god and i like my mom doesn't get worked up for anybody but tom selleck so for her to actually even to acknowledged you know patrick swayze was like amazing um <laughs> all these girls were trying to bold clean but, shit now <laughs> one of the big pots um, so, but for me, with Dirty Dancing, what 
really kind of caught me was the fact that it was, I had learned how to dance over the years. I had taken ballet and tap and everything. And it was interesting to see a guy who could dance, wasn't ashamed of dancing, who made somebody who was like, uh, about dancing, become into a better dancer and feel confident and is able to bring this kind of come alive and sensually aware and just that whole romantic aspect and that sensual aspect and it was just like yeah that's mm-hmm. like that precursor that whole foreplay aspect and that just was like yeah that that movie ranks right up there into that whole yeah that would lead that's to a beautiful scene too because that took a lot of courage from her to do that to come to him yeah. like that and be vulnerable like that in that moment like yeah that's a that's a good one yeah that was um Ooh, that was that was probably a really yeah that was definitely a way to get to me at that time in my life <laughs> <laughs> let me be honest that was definitely one of those ways so yeah i think so i mean i think that that's interesting and i think different everybody has a different story or a different movie that kind of hits them in that sensual way i have a friend who believe it or not their favorite sex movie or sensual movie believe it or not is empire strikes back the fuck what <laughs> with, Vader. Han and leia. with han and leia that one what? moment that one moment did it for them yeah okay wow all right and i'll the first time i was like it's romantic i mean it's really romantic he goes like no dude you don't understand that is like hot that is that man <laughs> claiming and saying I know I love you and I know you love me. And if it wasn't for this, this would be our time. And I'm like, you are such a sweet. I love you, but you are such a weirdo. Yeah, job the hut. <laughs> At all. But it was, that was it. and the thing is, is when I was looking at his, you know, when I, when I looked at him and he's talking about it, 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 I can tell it was that his passion moment. That was his okay. moment. And I was like, all righty. So, right. you do you boom. That's, that works that's for you. That works for you. That was his thing. So, you know, like I said, everybody has their their little passion moment there. And I'm like, that's a romantic moment for me, but that's not it. <laughs> if you want to hit romantic moment, I mean we could do it where she says, I know back. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. He's like, he's like, no, that that that's not that's not as good. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so but yeah so all right so we're gonna sign off we're gonna have everybody tell where you can be found again and then you know who knows we'll have another real talk about sex again hopefully we'll have a couple more people we'll get in a little bit more boys versus girls (laughs) i like it the way it is right now We'll get a little bit more talk with the boys and the girls and see about the differences between sexes. Or or, or as, as one of my friends said, it, it's not the difference between sexes. It's more the difference between how they perceive their sexes. <laughs> look, as, if, look, if, you, if you're bisexual, you know this to be true. <laughs> you know this to be true. It's, it's all there about the perception. Is, it is. There is. I tell you what, the differences between men and women are very, very slim and kind of like biological and like involved in like chemical makeup <laughs> and, and there are moments where there is no difference between them whatsoever and it's usually the moment where they're going, oh my god yes, yes, yes. 
give a little <laughs> so you know just how you get there sometimes it's the same way same little bad way just a different aspect mm-hmm. so. all right delvin tell them how they can find your lovely self you can find me on twitter at delvin underscore cox find the okay. delvin cox experience anywhere you get podcasts and also you can probably find me watching the sale behind video <laughs> <laughs> somewhere <laughs> <laughs> or watching true true lies for the 300th time just that one scene. <laughs> All right, Pixel Storm, where can we find you two lovely ladies? <laughs> you, uh, you can find me over on Twitter or Instagram at Writer Streamer, or just go to my website, crystalsimagination.com, where you will find all the books, the writing, the podcast, all the things. By Sinarchy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Operation Sinarchy, crowdfund, bitches. Go make your pledge. Donate. Also, listen to the podcast. That's right. There's a podcast. There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> You can find me as Luckiest Pixel or occasionally Tom Selleck Enthusiast. For anybody, it's going to be Tom fucking Selleck. I'm at the Wolf Either of him or um, Chris Pine. Yeah. Really? Weird lip dude? <laughs> I'm with you on this one. It's like, what? He's got a weird mouth. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> or like, you know, who's the other one? The other Chris. Evans. Uh, Evans, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is the least Chris. Look at the pecking order. You got Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, least. Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris <laughs> Pratt doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, Chris no, Pratt looks for anybody. But this will like not that. be watching the new Wonder Woman. We <laughs> <laughs> will be watching it for Gal I mean, hello. Not like... Yeah, I'm not as sexy as all hell. I mean, yes, oh. she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. And she was in the Israeli army, did past her time required, so she's like I, ultra I, sexy. I, so. I, I, <laughs> Chris, she, you listen to this, I will whoop your ass. <laughs> I, I, all five feet of me will whoop your ass. <laughs> but if Yankee Bell wants to listen and she wants to come and give us all the kiss, she can do so at any time. Yeah, I can do whatever she wants it to be. Yeah, she can, she can do that. <laughs> Pixel also has a crochet store that everybody should go check out on Etsy. Pixels Pretties. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can find me anywhere else as Luckiest Pixel, but that's what I'm pushing. Pixels Pretties. I got all the nice things over there. Need to add more I things. The prettiest stuff she does. All right. Until next time, we'll see you on Phoenix Tales. So that's it for another episode of the Phoenix Tales. Again. I'm your host, Sina Ayo, Sinatra Garth, and I hope you really enjoyed the show. In fact, let me know. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Sina underscore AL, on Twitter at Sina AL, and on my website at Sinara.com. So drop me a line. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, and what topics you want to know more about. And let's talk. Let's have some dialogue and find out what you want to know as a reborn phoenix. And until next time, Bendithian. Mm.